listeners, you're welcome to Family Alive Ministry, aka FAM. God began the world with a family, and it must be our goal to maintain that plan. A godly family will produce a godly world. We hope as you listen to this message, the vision to restore God's plan in families would be impressed on your heart. Now, today's message. So, I want to continue what we started last week. Amen. Tell anybody we are continuing. What we started last week. And today I'm calling it the days of small beginnings. You know, the days of small beginnings. Amen. So I want us to look at some of the critical scriptures we read last week. Zacharias um, 4, 6 to 10. The first scripture says, So he has said to me, this is the word of the Lord. Are we in the house? To, to who? Zerubbabel. Not by mind, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. What are you, mighty mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you become a level ground. Then he will bring out the capstones to shouts of God bless it, God bless it. Then the word of the Lord came to me. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundations of this temple. His hands will also complete it. Then you will know that the Lord Almighty has sent me to, to you. Who dares despise the days of small things or small beginnings? Since the seven eyes of the Lord that rage throughout the earth will rejoice when they see the chosen capstone in the hand of Zerubbabel. Amen. Last week I was telling you that um, this is, has to do with... Um, the rebuilding of God's broken temple. The rebuilding of God's broken temple by, um, I mean, the enemies of Israel, God's people. And the people had been captured and they were in exile for well into 700 years. But the good thing about God is that in the day of judgment, even in it, his love will not allow him to leave you in judgment. He will bring your way out. Anytime we are going through stuff, anytime we are hearing any word, um, God always has a way out. Because of his overwhelming love for you, God's overwhelming love for me. Are you in the house? Yeah. Uh-huh. So in the time that God was even judging them, God had already made a way that I will bring you back. I'm taking you to slavery, but I'll bring you back. Because the whole goal is not your slavery. I want a different people. I want a different attitude. And I'm, I, there's a need for you to go into captivity. Because you don't seem to be learning. So I'll take you there, but I'll bring you back. Hey, I'm not making some sense, somebody. So look at your neighbor and say, there's a coming back. There's a coming back. There's a coming back. Shake your neighbor and say, there's always a coming back. God will bring you back. Amen. Yeah. Sometimes when we go to people and we are proclaiming, we don't give the people the hope that is found in God's word. Uh-huh. But you have to. There's always, whenever God is bringing a judgment, there's a way out. So the time comes and God is bringing to pass his word. God will always bring to pass his word. I want us to look at Ezra, Ezra 3, 10, 13. The story you'll find with Nehemiah, Ezra, Zechariah, Uzziah, all of them are telling the same story, but from different places, different perspective. Shall we read? When the word laid the foundations of the temple of the Lord, it said what? The priests in their vestments... And their what? 
and with trumpets and the Levites, the sons of what Asaph said what, with symbols took their places to praise the Lord as prescribed by who? Are you reading? Some of you haven't read your Bible today, so this is a Bible reading. Read, let's go. <laughs> prescribed by what? David, king of what? Uh-huh. With what? Praise and thanksgiving. They sang to the Lord. What? He is good. His love towards Israel endures forever. And all the people gave what? Of praise to the Lord. Because what? The foundation was laid. But, let's go on. Many of the older priests and the Levites and family heads who had seen the former temple, they what? They wept towards? They wept aloud when they saw the foundations of this temple being laid. Let's go on. While many others shouted for joy. It says what? No one could distinguish the sound of the shouts of joy from the sound of weeping because the people made so much noise and the sound was heard far away. Those who were weeping. This one is Kumasi Mones kind of weeping. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. The one that you rent, you hire to come and cry at your funerals. They were weeping. And they were weeping because they remember the state of the old temple. And when they look at the fact that now we are going to start all over again, they started weeping. They started weeping. What are they doing? They were, in a sense, despising the days of small. Because like, hey, Charlie, now we are going to start all over from the foundation. Yes, God says he will do it. Yes, it's happening. But this is too small. It's too small. God says he will do it, yet he has started. But this is not what I expected. All of us concerning the word of God for our lives, our imaginations, anytime we're thinking about what God has for us, we always have this big thing, right? We have this big, big vision, especially when we encourage us to motivate us, dream big. When you dream what? Dream big. As big as what? As the ocean. So you have gone and you have dreamt this big thing. The prophet came and said, God is going to use you. And sometimes the theatrics, that goes with the prophecy. Oh, I'm telling if I be a man of God, with all the oil and the horn and all the, how do you call it, the towels and everything, with a white shoe and all, oh, my God. Oh, amen. Some even pull out the sword and then, I mean, I mean, once the sword is here, it means that God is going to do big things now, 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 now. Amen. Amen. I remember years, years ago, the same when we were going through so much trial, you go to church and then you, you want a word, you want to hear something. The man of God must prophesy. I mean, behind you, I just praying, you got to prophesy. I say, hey, when you hear, let's close. He said, no, there must be prophecy. And then you call forth, and then the man of God will say all these things, and your heart is burning inside of you. Yes, God is going to do it. Yes, God is going to do it. Yes, God is going to do it. And God start, God start doing it, and you can't find God. <laughs> God start doing it and you can't find God. Why? Because it's so small, it looks like God is not in it. The days of small beginnings are the days that the things that God is doing so small, we can't find him in it. I will rebuild, and you are starting with one cornerstone. I will rebuild, and you are starting with one cornerstone. One. When shall we 
do enough stones to finish this building. Hey, I'm making some sense, somebody. Yeah. And tonight, uh, sorry, this morning, some of us are at a place where God has just laid the first stone. Or maybe he just laid the five stones. We are building a whole mansion, just the five stones. Amen. Amen. So you are despising the days of small beginnings. The days of small beginnings, we don't look chosen by God. Others look chosen by God. Others look chosen by God. Farm church, somebody's house, doesn't look chosen. Hey, am I making some sense? It could look as if it's your own efforts. The small beginnings, that's what it looks look as if it's your own effort. Because why? Things look measurable to you, to what you can do. That's what it looks like. We don't feel chosen. We feel like it's, we, 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 and then the third thing, we feel all alone. The days of big, small beginnings, people are not there. Why? Because people are not attracted to small things. Hey, yeah, people are attracted to big things, notable things, things of great rep- reputation. Out there, things on, 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 on TV, things on social media. That's why some of us will start selling something today, small no, we're on social media. Because it looks as if uh, social media, once it's there, it holds a big reputation and people are attracted to it. But when they come looking for your food, your food is on the tabletop. Hey, are you in the house? Yeah, huh? I'll, God says, I'm going to give you a business that will go all over the world, but you're on tabletop. Small beginning. Shake your neighbor and tell about it's small beginnings. Shake another person and say, these are your days of small beginnings. Amen. Yeah. God says, I'm going to give you a lovely marriage. And it starts with this girl, be that you can't tell. Hey, we've won. You can't tell whether it's an old woman's. You can't, can't tell. Ah. Hey, are you in the house? Shake your neighbor and say, small beginnings. Small beginnings. Says you give you a good marriage and a guy that is coming, Charlie. You don't know whether you should you should sponsor him, pray for him. You don't know what to do for him. You can't tell whether he is coming for you or you are going for him. <laughs> Shake on you and say, These are the days of small beginnings. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you have to be careful. We have to be careful. Because yes, God's promises are always gonna be big. And one thing God always does, God has to give you a big picture of where he's taking you. God comes to Abraham and says, Abraham, I will make you a father of nations. But the guy has no child. But God is even, as Abraham was struggling with what God was saying because they were so lofty, they were so high, they were so big that Abraham couldn't capture it. So God had to call Abraham, get out of your tent. Look up, look at the stars. See how far I'm taking you. I'm sure the guy said, yeah, but still. <laughs> Amen. But the days of small beginnings, you have to be careful because the big God of Scripture likes to start small. God has something about starting small. He likes small things. As a matter of fact, as you are seated here, your beginning, and you need some extra instrument to could have seen your beginning. Hey, or oh, you don't know. Today you have come with your big head. You started something. An instrument will have to find you. An instrument. Now I'm they can't find you. They have to separate you with something. Yeah, that's why you started. But today you are here with big head, big this thing, big everything. Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't despise the days of small beginnings. Don't despise the days of small beginnings. You have to become, you have to realize that look, wherever you are, wherever you're starting is small. That's where God is starting with you. And you must be careful that you don't despise the days of small beginnings. 
Why small beginnings? Because small beginnings offers us the chance to learn the big things in life. That's what it does. Small beginnings offers us a chance to learn the big things in life. The big things that makes a big difference is always start small. And that's why God likes us to start from there. Small beginning also because it offers us a chance to earn our glory. To earn our glory. Hey, do not be fooled. In this life, God said it. He said there's always going to be the seed time and there's going to be the harvest time. You always have to understand the seed time usually is the painful, slow process. And there's always the harvest time, which is usually big and glorious moment. We must all earn our glory. One of the great problems of our generation is that people want to enter into glory they have been earned for. They have been suffered for, nor worked for. Now, let me give you a scripture. Before you throw Jesus at my face, let's look at something. Luke 26, verse, Luke 24, verse 26. It says, Did not the Christ have to what? Oh, read it. So I'm putting my words into scripture. Let's read one, two, three. Did not the Christ have to what? Suffer these things. And what? And then enter glory. And then enter glory. Did not the Christ, the one you, you follow, the one you are, you, are, you, are, you are claiming that you have faith in, Bible said that he needed to suffer. And if Christ, God's only son, needs to suffer, and you say you are following this God's son, why are you thinking that the days of hardship and difficult times, small beginnings, are not necessary? Why are you discounting and then you are going after what looks as if it's already done? Hey, God will start with everybody small. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Because your future comparable to your present will always be small. As a matter of fact, if it's not small, then you are not working according to God's plan. Because God's plan is that he said, your latter shall be greater. Hey, am I making some sense? Your latter shall be greater. So if your, your current and your future are the same, then you're not working God's plan. You're working your own plan. There are days for small beginnings. There are days when a man must serve another person. Hey, I'm not making some sense, somebody. Yeah. Why are the days of your service? Ask the one next to Why are the days of your service? Where, where? I can you. Where are the days of your service? Most of you don't have days of service. You don't have what looks like despising days. You don't. When you look at your bone straight, you can never let it just. just, just, just. You can let, you can, you, it, it can't suffer. <laughs> you remove the week somewhere and go and serve somebody. <laughs> You have to. I pity those who don't have days of small beginnings. I pity those who don't. Because I do. I do. I remember. I remember my days of serving other people. I remember my days of serving. I remember it, it was so long. Yeah. It was so long. Somebody said, it's not, it's not ending. When shall I come out of this? Amen. And sometimes you can't tell when, when the Lord switched the time. You can never know. Are you, are you, are you with me? Yeah. The days are where you have to walk long in order to go honor somebody. Yeah. Walk long so that you can go honor. Walk long to honor your own word. 
Amen. Because we don't, we, are, we see, uh, uh, we've always said that the challenge with our world right now is that social media is determining what value is. And usually social media gives you a look which is not so, it, look, ladies, are you in the house? Are you telling me that the, the lady that you see who has posted the picture woke up the way she woke up with all those long nails? With the face as perfect as it is. Especially, I think one of the great lies is by this, this um, Kardashian's, this, what's it called? The live program they did was that's a show. Keeping, keeping, keeping. And people don't realize it. the title is Keeping Appearance. It's not real, it's an appearance. <laughs> they woke up, their face, no wrinkles. How? Now, if the person cannot afford to show you the wrinkles on their face, do you think they will afford to show you the real struggles they are going through? They won't show you the real struggles. Social media is a big force. That's not why you even know. I remember some years ago, one of the guys, in CY, he said, look, he saw his friends going out. I think they streak going out. And he was home. He was washing. He was washing. But when he saw the way they are streaking and all that, he couldn't be left out. So he had to leave the things he was washing, went to dress, and started streaking. <laughs> As if he's also going out. And after his streak, went to remove his head, went back to, went to, went to the shop. I said, what kind of job are we giving? What, what kind of false life are we giving to ourselves? Hey, are you in the house? I'm telling you, we are missing very vital times of our lives. And most of us are young. Look, your youthful days are good days to be despised by many. It's okay. Look at them and say, it's okay when they, if they despise it. It's okay. Shake your and say, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Because we, don't, because we fear so much the, the um, look of others and also, some of you are, you are choosing wrong people to marry. You know. You know that the one you are choosing is wrong. But that person helps you to keep an appearance. Yeah, it makes you keep, keep an appearance, have a certain look. Yeah. But I'm telling you, as people are entering marriage, even huge amount of money, all manner of appearance. Look, when the blow is coming, the blow is coming. You will take it. You will take it. You will take it. There are those who are married and are taking certain blows. Yeah. They can't come forward to come and tell you. All of a sudden, have you ever heard they say, all of a sudden they got married, all of a sudden they are married. No, it's not all of a sudden. It's not all of a sudden. There's no all of a sudden problem. The problem has been there. It's just, the, it's like somebody who has a, um, you know, ladies, Something under your skin by keep putting, 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 and then the thing cracks. Hey. It will show. It's not all of a sudden. There's no marital problem that's all of a sudden. As one of one psychologist, Christian counselor psychologist said, look, most problems that shows up in marriage are some of our problems that were in relationship. The couple days. But they were not bold enough to face it. They kept putting foundation on it. Hey, shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't despise the days of small beginnings. Don't despise. Shake your neighbor and say, don't despise the days of small beginnings. Am I making some sense, somebody? 
We have to be careful, young people. We have to be careful because the small beginnings days are the days that God is making you build things that will determine your big end. And you can't miss that. You can't miss that. We can't miss that. Amen. Amen. Now, you have to understand this. For as for God's plans, it will prosper. Even though it may be small. The issue is not its size, but it's the one who has promised it. The issue is not its size, it's the one who is bringing it to pass. Hey, am I making some sense? You remember the scripture we read? It said, what? It said who, not by mind, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty, is by my spirit. It's the one who is telling you. It's the one who is beginning with you. That's the most crucial. It's the most important things. Yeah. When I began youth ministry, the same. We started small. In a room somewhere with no name. Amen. I did every part of my ministry work without my name. Let me put. There are many times I enter Chimota School to talk. I finish and they come and say, you didn't mention your name. Because I'm not the one doing it. I'm not the one doing it. It's the Lord who has called me that is doing it. What is my name? It's nothing. It's when he has finished with me, then my name will be important. Some of you, the Lord has decided to do your name. You, Apostle, Bishop, Reverend, the going forward pastor. <laughs> it's not you. If it's you, then you need your name. But it's not you. It's God. He said, by my spirit, I will do it. It's by my spirit. You better pursue your dream by the spirit of God. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Tell anybody, you better be in that relationship by the spirit of God. Tell the person, you better be in it. You... Because if you are in it by the spirit of God, I'm telling you, you guys will survive whatever will come your way. You will survive it. But if you are in alone, hey, do you know, you know, um, it said some years ago, one man went to a woman and says, Charlie, you know, I, I, I like you. And the guy is a brother in the church who wants to go into ministry. The little look and said, we young fan are suffering. We don't we don't we, we don't we don't marry pastors with this one. <laughs> uh, it's for businessmen, it's for people who are going somewhere. This one is not for pastor. And some of you, that's some women, that's how they think. No, this one is not for pastoral work. It's for diplomat. Hey, are you in the house? <laughs> you have determined what this is for. Hmm. And some of, some of these ladies, by the time you realize, hmm, recently there's a woman, she's in the country, that's that with Jean. <laughs> this lady, her mouth, she has run her mouth everywhere, standing up to men, standing up to even men of God, everywhere, papa, their mouth. Hey. 
Recently, she has written. What is it? After, after the men has finished this thing, then over the time, then now they are going for younger women. <laughs> because she's realized that the men are not coming to her anymore. The time has passed. When I saw it, I read it, my very opinion, I said, after you have run your mouth on all men and thinking you are, now you are concerned that they are going for younger women. So I went to read the comment under. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They were going against it. Look, now you see your time is up. You have to, look. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? You, 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 you have to be humble. Look, humility and the place of humility is a good place to be. It's, it's, it's a very good place to be. Caution here. Don't mistake timidity to humility. They are two different things. I'm not saying to be timid. But I'm saying you have to be humble. You have to realize that your strength is not all that there is where you are. You have to realize that your abilities are not all that there is where you are. Remember that even in the fullness of your abilities, you can't solve all problems. See, if, if with all our grace, we can, we can be... All the gifts you have, you can't marry yourself. You can't marry yourself. You can even try to marry yourself. You won't be happy. Yeah, that's humility. The need for another person. The need for another person. And especially for my beautiful ladies in the house. Am I talking somewhere in the house? Ladies, are you in the house? Oh, ladies, are you in the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, especially men blossom late. Yeah. They like playing a lot. So by the time they realize, they say, let's wake up. Life is serious. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. But don't despise the days of a man's small beginning. Don't despise this. Just look for the potential in them and speak into it. Even when you look, because oftentimes we all can tell when classes, class teachers, uh, the girls were way ahead, way ahead of the, 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 the guys. The girls are serious looking at the SS boys, and the boys are running and, and they are touching each other, and he, I hit you, and I hit you, and I hit, that's what they are doing. <laughs> You, they will come from what do you call it, break up, sweating, and then, then, then oh, dirty hands, and then you see they are holding and they are squeezing and eating something in the class. <laughs> Amen. But give that same guy small time. Let them come to themselves. It will shock you. Small time. So don't despise those days. I want to make it some sense, somebody. Uh-huh. Don't despise those days. And I'm saying that God's words shall prosper. Look for God's word in people. That's all. Sometimes ask the person, what have you received from the Lord? What has God said? What has the Lord told you? Where is he taking you? Once I can tell where he's taking you, we can go together. Remember, God started the whole, filling the whole earth with just one man, Abraham. Before Abraham, he started with what? With our forefather was a, uh, 
Don't eat the fruit. Was hungry, Adam. He <laughs> started just with him. God started the whole process of all this dom- having dominion with just one man. Something about small beginnings that God loves. He started salvation with the same Abraham. Salvation. And guess what? The man he came to, the lineage of Jesus, the guy was feeble. Old. He came to him when the guy was old. There was no hope in him. That's what God did and gave him a word. His wife too was old. Promise of God is. Because if you look to scripture, where the word of the Lord is, where the promise of God is, there are are dark places where men look for it. When the time of salvation came, the uh, Magi went to to the palace, but the word of the Lord was on there. The word of the Lord was in a manger somewhere. Part of the reason why a lot of people are being led astray right now because they keep entering places that look as if God's word is there. They still going to certain men that look like they carry the word of God. And they despise the common places where God's word is there without any adulteration. Because it's not coming with all the theatrics. I'm not making some sense. Look for the word of God. Look for the word of God. Look for the word of God. So let's go to the things that God considers. The big things that God considers. Matthew 6, 18. I'm almost through with my message. Matthew 6, 18 from, Matthew 6 from the verse 1 to 18. It's a, whole, it's a long scripture. We'll just read some parts. You know. It said, be careful not to do your act of righteousness before men, to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your father. Who's in heaven? Be intentional and careful in separating the things that are done for men to see and the things that men do really because they believe in them. Are you with me? Yeah. Yeah. Be careful. And especially as a church. Church, are we here? Sometimes human beings and followers are those that mislead their men of God. Because sometimes when you are being honest and playing with them, they don't like it. Maybe somebody can come to you and say, man of God, pray for me. And say, look, I don't feel, I don't feel on me to pray right now. Say, no, no, pray, say a word. Over time, men of God will learn to realize that you like those things. You don't like truth. And in order to keep you, they have to do the tr- the, those things for you. You come, it shall, it shall. It's, it's, it's. Hey, am I speaking to church? You have to be, you, look, we have to be wise. That's the word I'll use. We have to be wise. The things that appear, every trade, there's a trick to it. 
Every profession is a trick to it. That's how come we have even the profession of, of uh, medicine. We have quack doctors there. What do you have to do? Wear white coat. Once he wears a white coat, looks professional, and says some words, we all believe. You open anything. So <laughs> anything they give you, you take and, and, and swallow. Yeah. Every trade, there's a trick to it. How are men deceived and their monies are taken away? Because of what? Have you realized that the banks, they need your money? Do you know that they exist because they need your money? Yeah. But you know that we will go and give them our money. Why do you do that? Because the trick is to make you look as if they don't need your money. They wear nice suits. <laughs> Nice environment, glass. Oh, I'm going to be a But meanwhile, to say, every trade, there's a trick to it. The appearance of, in the same way when you're in a church and you're a lady and you do yourself something, there's a guy, to surprise you, the brothers who are being honest with you, don't mind them. There's a brother coming. Uh, the wolves are coming. He'll come and come and shape himself just like you like. And come with a car just like you like. Roll the distance just like you like. <laughs> I'm telling you. They might not realize you are meat. <laughs> In a gallo soup. <laughs> On the Sunday afternoon. <laughs> now you're crying, Osovo, Osovo. Osovo should do what? You don't know. They're saying this. Osovos can't deliver you from them. One of them is, is bad marriage. We can't deliver. Look, we are being honest with you. Some of them will just help you to manage the blows. <laughs> we can't tell you to leave. It's, it's against, it's against the, the scripture. But you decided because you want an appearance of something. Hey, the next verse. So when you give to the needy, he said, What? Do not announce it. God said, Be genuine as being generous. I mean, some of us only give to the church when the prophet is in the church, when the prophet is raising money. Hey, he said, can, can you come forward and, and receive? Mm-hmm. Then you receive. You, 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 you don't realize there's a part of you that likes giving um, when people are watching. Remember, the church has had need all this while. Ago. Hey, I'm not making something. The church has need. As you're coming to church, the church has needs. Sometimes you can even see it. You can see your brother in it. You can see it. Sometimes you can hear. That's why you have two ears. You can hear. Your brother says it and says, I don't have. Are you a genuine, a genuine person who gives? If, remember I said, small beginnings helps us to learn the big things that make great changes. Remember, the things that God wants us to focus on, that will determine our greater end. It's being generous. One of them is being generous. Genuinely a generous person. 
a farm church, we are going to be a great church. We have to have genuinely generous people. So that the church doesn't have to go and cook up a message to make you come and give us money. Am I making some sense? Because of, uh, uh, in a sense, the way the people are, so men of God have to be some way in order to get what they need to get. Sometimes some men of God, look, they are called, God really has called them, they are very good people, most men of God, not some. But they turn because of the people. They turn because of the people. When we were starting this church, I always said one of the greatest advice that was be given, one of the, this church, was when um, Pastor Banks, when we're considering, we're considering where we can get, we can go rent and all those things. And Pastor Banks told, he said, look, start from your home. Because along the time, I thought about it, so um, I'm thinking about probably starting from the home. I wasn't too sure. And he said, look, start from your home. He said, because if you don't start from your home and you go to a place and go and use huge money to do it, he said, what is going to happen is that you are going to compromise your message. Because now we have to do three days of this thing, overcoming into the, into the comings and then... <laughs> And bring some men of God to come and do and raise some money. Uh-huh. Come and stir the people and oil and all. some of the plenty of oil. It's because of the people. They are not generous. If you are genuinely generous, if it is said of the Jew, he said, look, in America or the Jewish community, the Jewish community, they don't do fundraising like the church. Because he said, every Jew knows their place in generous towards the temple. So before the new year, the Jews have re- they've written out checks of how much they are going to give to the church, to the temple. They've written it out. It's there. So as they, they write it out and then they hand over to the temple. And then with time, it's just cash out. So they don't go raising money. Yeah. And that's why they prosper. I mean, they're the most prosperous sect of group in, on the face of the earth. The Jews. By the church person. Once they say, this man of God is coming, he said, this is the time for me to sow my seed. Wait, wait, wait. Is the man of God going to do it or is the Lord that's going to do it? Ask your neighbor, is the man of God going to do it or is the Lord that's going to do it? Ask your person, ask your person. Shake your neighbor and ask, is this the man of God who's going to do it or is the Lord, the Lord that's going to do it? So ask your neighbor, why are you being a hypocrite? So tell the person, why are you being a hypocrite? Oh, shake the person and ask, why are you, why are you being a hypocrite? Yeah. And we, we all know sometimes when you are sitting there and they are shouting with money on you, it's, it's uncomfortable. So why not you give willingly? <laughs> no, I say, why don't you give willingly? So I won't come and say, our second year. Have you thought about, okay, where is the church going? I'm speaking, I'm preaching. Have you thought about, have you, have you thought about where is the church going? Have you come to talk to Pastor Harry? Where is the church going? What are the things that we foresee money doing? He says, I'm going to generously give. I'm going to generously give. Rather than fast, we go program and call somebody from America and come and raise money. Hey. Tell them I give, tell them I give, tell them I give. When you read the scripture on one, it talks about generous giving. Number two, it talks about prayer. Prayer. And he said the prayer, he said, look, don't go do it before men. But in secret, if ever you're going to, we're going to walk into greatness and become all that God has called us, we have to genuinely love to pray. Prayer should not only hit on programs. 
Prayer should not only hinge on programs. Your pastor should be call you pray, pray, pray. Hey, are you a true believer? A believer pray. Look, one of the marks of a believer is that he talks to God. Look, write it down right now. One of the marks of a true believer is that he talks to God. Prayer is not necessarily the seven-day fasting, the three-day fasting. That's not actually necessarily it. That's a prayer program. Understand it? It's what? It's a prayer program. Prayer is a lifestyle. It must be a lifestyle. Every believer prays. And every praying person, certainly to God, Jehovah, must be a believer. Because the conviction, it comes to conviction. It comes to the knowledge of God. When we pray, the heart of God is made known to us. That's one of the key things of prayer. It's not so much that you get anything. It's not so much because you are in trouble, you want God to come through. But you get the heart of God. How would you move in the will of God if you don't have his heart? And people who pray a lot, they don't struggle to enter into God's will. Say, is it your will? Is it your will? I want to, I'm going to pray. I'm going to buy a bank. Hey, hey. Be serious. If you're a praying person, you know the will of God. Remember, the Bible said Paul was going, and he says, No, he resisted Paul. It's not that Paul has gone, should we go? Should we not go? No, no. He was going, he was moving, and the Spirit of God said, No, move this way. That's the way our lives are supposed to be. We must be a genuinely praying person. Your future. Don't leave your future in the hands of prayer programs. Pray. Don't leave it in the hands of prayer programs. Pray. Prayer programs comes to help you, becomes an opportunity for you to pray more. But don't leave your future into the hands of prayer programs. Be a genuine believer that prays. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Am I, make, am, I, am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. And then the third point is that serve, 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 serve. These things mark people who are going somewhere. Service. Somebody said, Jesus actually told them, he said, am I not your master? Am I not your master? But yet have I not gone down to, to serve? He said, you want to be great? You got to serve. You want to be great words? Tell me, but that model hasn't changed. It hasn't changed it. You want to be great? Have a good social media platform. A service. Fam, are we going somewhere? Then we have to do what? Shake your say, We have to serve. We have to serve. We have to serve. We have to serve. Tell them at least 30% of the church workers must be church workers. At least. That's the beginning point. 30% of all those that are part of farm must be serving. We are not creating the church a place for people who have money to come and show their money. That's not the church we've created. Hallelujah. And thank God there are certain services, there are certain churches that have done so remarkably well. You go there, big people, and they're serving. They serve. They serve. You have to serve your way to greatness. Young people, are you in the house? I don't have time, I don't have time. Let me tell you, news. Nobody has more than 24 hours. Please, nobody has more than what, 24 hours. What you are seeing when people are serving are their priorities. That's it. When you see somebody serving, that's the person has made it their priorities. It's not that they have more time than you do. Nobody has more time. 
the same time they have is because they have chosen that this will be their priority. Then in whatever they are going to sacrifice, they are not going to sacrifice their time to serve God. That's it. Am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah, yeah that's, that's how simple it is. And I've learned something. Once you start making great sacrifices, see, I think life, greatness is all about sacrifices. What you should sacrifice and what you should not sacrifice. Certain times when you're starting, as young, we sacrifice the wrong thing. We sacrifice more time for girls. Recently, one of my boys is, 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 is doing a bit better than before. It was something he said, the man no more back. The ladies are coming. Now, it's almost 29, it's been... And I said, look, because you separated yourself and you are working and things are good, I said, look, they will come. I said, you give yourself some small time. It will shock you, the women are I said, look, even married women will come to you. There are seasons where you have to sacrifice something for some time. That's the way it works. And especially, Zakunan says something. He said, look, he said between the age of whatever to 25, this is what he says. He, in, in, he said, look, at least to 25, he said, no young man should be in relationship. They should be in the service of God. He said, from 25, then you can go into a relationship with marriage. Because he said, these are the prime times of your life that you must put so much into it. You must serve. Look, I'm not talking about service or your own. I'm talking about... Oh, oh. Some of this, you have to say in local language before. Look, go here with me. Put yourself in it. I'm not, now, one of the challenges you go to church, you have a lot of young people, and there's so much complaint because there's no quality service. There's no quality service. Meanwhile, the same young people are in clubs, they are in here, they are here, they are, and they said they are Christians. No quality service to the Lord. The only way you can come is you, are, you need an Uber. Uber serious. Without an Uber, because you don't have money for Uber, you are not coming. Hey? The treacherous man has entered into. The treacherous we have entered into. The treacherous, treacherous, treacherous. Hey? You sit, look, sometimes late at night. When you are going, you are just praying. Some of us are praying. Constant talking to God came from these difficult times. When you're, you're, you have to pray to God every time. Hey? When you're going to say, God, I'll get trotter, I'll get trotter, I'll get. You're always praying. That, that's how sensitive. The Lord leads you. You want Uber before you go, you go and work for God. Sometimes I'm just watching. I say, Are you serious? Some years ago, the pastor I was serving under said something. He said, Roderick. He's serving with me, but we are not equals. It took me time to understand. Roderick may be called a pastor, but we are not equals. Because my depth of sacrifice is not the same as his depth. We may even be hearing the same sound, but we are not the same. Because you don't know the depth of sacrifice of the next person. So the, most, the, the, the stupid thing you can do is to compare yourself to the other person. If he's waiting for Uber, enter your church and go. Enter your church and go and do your service. Serve. We are begged for people to enter to give us lift. Are you above begging for lift? Do you say sometimes we finish? Pastor Morris, God bless Pastor Morris. 
Don't wait. Be humble. That Pastor Morris will give you a lift. Yeah. Give you a lift. That someone give you a lift and drop you. He said, thank you, Pastor. If you are not humble, you have to learn. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> 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 thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. Go to church. They say you're going to do this, and you change the time, and you change the time. And we, sometimes you go to church for morning, you get back at night. Seven. No wonder God has given me such good grace. Sometimes I look at it and say, where is all the blessing coming from? It's times of service. Times of service. The last word I want you to, I've already used it, is faithfulness. Faithfulness. Faithfulness means seeing, seeing it through to the very end. That's what faithfulness is. See it through to the very end. We have to see things through. One of the challenges of our time is that we are distracted so easily. We are distracted so easily. So oftentimes, where God has planted men, they don't stay there. Because you are chasing the new in town. One of the sad things for me, my personal opinion, sometimes even about churches, current mode of church, is that the church is not building anybody anymore. Because you can't blame the church. The people just keep hoping. The people keep hoping. There were days where men or people would be seen and said, where is a same person? Where is I see this person? Why? Because the person has been built. Two years of service. Two prayer. Being trained, modeled. But now it's also because people are so, the people hop so quickly. Hop so quickly. Into the next, the, the latest thing in town and hop. The latest church in town and hop. There's always this hopping and hopping and hopping and hopping and hopping. Please. Nobody grows a big tree moving it around. Nobody. Nobody raises a mighty tree removing and hopping it around. If we're going to attain the end, if we're going to have the glorious end of our lives being built, like the promise of God's word to Zerubbabel, church, we must be faithful. We must be what? We must be faithful. Faithfulness is key. Now, maybe it's here today. Here. If you feel God has called you and you're here, then be planted. Be planted. I stayed at one place for so long before I moved into what God has called me. For so long. So long. Are you with me? Now, I'm not saying here, I mean, what I'm saying is that once you find a place where the word of God is, then stay planted. Be faithful through the things God has called you on. Don't be shaken by the, the beginnings 
and I know that there's a great end to you. God is bringing something your way. Remember, I've already said it. As for God's word, it will prosper. It shall what? Shake your nose and say, it shall prosper. It shall prosper. It shall shall what? It shall what? It shall prosper. Beyond the place of, be faithful through the vision God has given to you. Be faithful. What has God called you to do? Be faithful to it. Youth ministry didn't look hopeful for so many years. I would say one of the most scary parts of it for me was when we reached our 10 years. I said, hey, 10 years. So I've been doing this for 10 years. I suppose there are certain actual, uh, students from actual school, they meet me and say, they're still doing this thing. <laughs> when they ask that question, my heart breaks. Those days. They're still doing this thing. You came around. When we were in school, you came around. Yeah. But now by this time, you should be doing something more important. It didn't look so hopeful. But the power of seeing things through. No matter how much you think you are seeing right now, you don't see. I'm telling you, your sight is hindered. Only God sees the very end of the vision he has given you. Only God sees. Hallelujah. Guys, in marriage, in marriage, if you see he, he's the one, she's the one, and God puts you together, you have to see it through. You have to see it through. Only God knows the future of your third child. You, you can't see from where you are. You can't see the future of your third child. But God sees the future of your third child. Not your first one, not your second one. The third child is the one I'm talking about. Is there a word for somebody to go through? Hey. Because as any children, nobody planned for them. Some of us here, they didn't plan for us. Yeah. Some of you, if your parents got a chance, would have cut you. <laughs> the pain you give them when they're giving birth, you just say, I mean, it's all Papa Anka. But you're here because God has seen something. Amen. So the only way you can see the future is talking about faithfully see it through. See through a vision. A vision will take you through all those things. But see through a vision. I don't know what God has called you. I'm talking to somebody here in the house. Are you in the house? You have to see your vision through. Shake your best and say, see your vision through. See your vision through. Some of you are supposed to go to school. See it through. Don't go to school one, two, and say, I didn't have idea. I didn't have idea. Which, which part of life is? Shake the one and say, see it through. Learn. Uh, Shake the person and say, learn, go see it through, see it through. Hey, I had the team, person, me jai. Joking. One of my boys, oh, he wrote, uh, you know, one of these ACCA, whatever, the ones they've been writing. Oh, my God. And what this guy went through. The level of failure, and then this one, and then the discouragement. Say, so look, see is true. Now he's a chartered accountant. He said, see, you see, you've seen it too. You are barely thirty. You have, you could have quit. You are you quit some time ago, and then you have seen how stupid you are. <laughs> hey, see it what? Don't fall for it, and see it through. You start married. Look, when you enter married, the guy before you marry, the sweetness you see when you go, it be 
about checking, about checking. You have to know that inside is another kind of love. <laughs> it's called a see-through kind of love. No matter how much it looks at you every day, so I'm seeing through. I'm seeing recently I I I heard was it is it Domon? Domon has been married about 50, 50 years of marriage. 50 years. His marriage is older than me. <laughs> 50 years seeing it through with the same person. And you my three years, say I stop it. Oh, oh, are, you, are you serious? As a matter of fact, sew my dress back for me. <laughs> and give the time I came to spend at your wedding. Give it back to me. Am I making something somebody? So you have to see. I believe marriage only works because there are two people who said we want to see it through. And let me let me let me be here. But look, guys, marriage is not a joke. I'm getting tired of all those I enter marriage. You want to come out. Obey yours, then please don't waste our time, drag us to a, a wedding. Often they go and put it on, 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 on uh, Christmas Day that we are going through some traffic too. <laughs> now we are sweating here and there. You can go to, and then we, we, we reach there. And then after you come and say, I, I don't, I, I, Obey serious, so you do again. You have to see through. Me, I'm telling you here, see why are you listening to me? Once I come from. Fam, are you listening? <laughs> Once I come to your listening, I am not want to hear it's what? It told me. No. No. I, I, I don't want to hear that. You marry, we are seeing to the very end. So one person dies. I've told you marriage is a death sentence. We have to see it through. So one person dies. So the best advice is that when you start... Make sure that you, you make it sweet every time. That's what you're supposed to do. Make it sweet every time. Don't hold. I think yesterday, I don't know what the Holy Spirit was sharing. He said one of the reasons why marriage breaks up. People, people hold their opinion and their views too strongly. Don't do that. Even the other person is this, it's not in, in this sense. Don't be overly, especially when you're married. I'm not talking about relationship. When you are married, relationship, you can do something about marriage. You're already married. You have to be patient. That's what it works. How it works. Be patient till they come and see your viewpoint. Hey, no, no, me, I wake up. I only drink tea. Okay. <laughs> he only takes also also takes banku in the morning. Now what are we gonna do? Are we in the house? We're going to get it done. Shake your neighbor and say, it's going, to, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Shall we rise up on our feet wherever you are? Tell everybody, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our social media websites on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Family Alive Ministry. Please subscribe, follow, like, and share. God bless you and have a great week.